Hey, welcome into Small Town Charm. Uh, my name is Daniel. We got Mike here. Um, we got the ladies back with us as we had before, Liz and Caitlin. Uh, Chris has, well, I guess he doesn't, I guess, I don't know if you count having COVID. I don't think he has it anymore, but he's quarantining. So, like, today, as we're recording this, it's the last day of his quarantine. So, um, he couldn't make it, but we thought it was urgent enough to get this episode out that if we waited until Chris could do it, it'd be too late. Um, if you're if you're hearing this, Chris, it's too late. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so, so as we're recording this, uh, the, the, the week, before this, this 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 earlier this week uh, was the public hearing for the zoning ordinance um, rewrite, where basically everybody and, and it seemed like everybody and anybody in town decided to speak up uh, with their opinion on the zoning ordinance, and then also uh, as we're recording this this coming week on Thursday, March second, is the uh, the BOC meeting where the second reading of that zoning ordinance will take place. And so we're in a interesting kind of middle spot right now where we have a chance to kind of reflect on what happened in the last meeting and then also um, are looking forward to this upcoming meeting this week where things can things can happen, uh, things can get done, they can get voted on, or they might not. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about all that. Um, but I think what the three of the four of us here, Liz is the only one who didn't have comments, but she gave her time to me, so it's it's all fine. I, I, well, yeah, I, uh, I was I, there. I gave my comments, my time to you. Yeah, I, I, I spoke, didn't have comments. <laughs> I spoke for the both of us, and I probably spoke for about twenty other people who wish I wouldn't have spoken. Twelve for minutes. Them. It was twelve minutes, and then I got yeah. cut off at thirteen by the mayor. Um, but anyway, who wants to? I think I think uh, I think it'd be good to hear from. I think maybe each of us on like kind of how they thought Thursday went, um, or Thursday, Tuesday. That's when it was. I keep getting Tuesday. confused. I'm used to being it in that building Tuesday. on Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's start with uh, with Caitlin. Uh, yes. What, what is like? I, I mean, you gave your own comments, and mm-hmm. I think both of you kind of, uh, Mike and Caitlin, you kind of went late in the round of comments. Yes. And a lot of those were, um, your, yours were both kind of reactive. Is not the right word because I don't. I think it that's was. Not, well, yeah. It was. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I think you had a a, a certain angle on how you felt things were going. Um, mm-hmm. And you definitely, I think, changed some minds in the room more than any, probably anybody else. Um, so I'd love to hear kind of your thoughts on how that leading up to when you spoke went yeah. and then also kind of what, what you said in that meeting. So I'll talk about even leading up. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> leading up to the meeting, before the meeting even started, I was nervous because I had put myself out there spreading the word. Let's get people to this meeting. Let's show up. Let's tell the commissioners how we feel. Well, what if a room full of people show up and they feel a different way than I feel? And then I'm like, yes, everybody came here. And then I'm listening and, but oh no, they don't have the same point of view as me. So I was kind of nervous that that could happen. I didn't think it would. But then when the meeting happened, the room is packed. There's a lot of people in purple, the shirt that I'm wearing, or other purple shirts because they didn't pick one of these up that we had made. So I'm there. I'm feeling really good because people showed up. People are wearing purple, and then they start commenting. And I'm such a nerd, but I took my phone out and I was keeping tallies mm, of mm-hmm. how many people want CD5, how many people don't want CD5. And so every time somebody spoke, in your case, I gave you four check marks. Took <laughs> <laughs> like four slots. Um, yeah, and so I, I did that because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't hearing what I wanted to hear and and not paying attention to things that were said that didn't necessarily agree with what I wanted to hear. 
And it was overwhelmingly in favor of we want CD5. Even the people that don't want CD5, they still want a village. And that was another thing that I kept hearing that was, we want a village. We want to make sure it's done smart, even from the people sitting in the other side of the room. And if you have never been to one of these meetings, that's another thing to point out is that there's two sides of the room. And I, it's kind of like a wedding. Like, are you on the groom side or the bride side? Because mm-hmm. it's this side is the pro. Well, they're both going to say they're pro growth as long as it's managed and smart. But the the smarter pro growth side and then the more the, the smart side and not smart side yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna, it. well okay <laughs> the point the point is made so um i forgot i lost my train of thought you just said the, the, you were talking about the division between the groups of people yeah so and, uh, there is division and you feel it in the air mike pointed this out in his comments where somebody from this side of the room speaks and this side of the room claps and then somebody on that side of the room speaks and that side of the room claps and so i had this speech prepared in my head And I didn't go with it. I went in a completely different direction because I'm sitting there. I'm hearing a lot of, we want a village. Even if we don't want CD5, we still want a village. And so my comments were basically, commissioners, please find a way to work together to make this a 5-0 vote. Because that's the only way that this dumb division goes away. And it's probably not ever going to go away, but it's the only way that it starts to go away. It's the only way that we start making those baby steps to start healing this division because this division is not healthy for any of us and if it could go away by getting this 5-0 vote that's what i went up to ask for i think daniel pointed out like the 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 big benefit of going late we you and me went late and it was like already hour and a half into the comments yeah and then so from my perspective i went up there was like an hour and a half into the comments i knew i was going to be towards the end and all the facts were already set. So everybody kind of made their arguments, and now it's like you're just repeating people's facts. Mm-hmm. But then I also realized that, and Joel kind of alluded to it later after the comments, that the majority of people that went up there weren't 100% right on everything. So, like, the people that think that CD4 can be CD5 are wrong, and the people that want CD5 that think that you cannot get some sort of a uh, downtown area with CD4 are also wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So, like... And then you have the whole division of, uh, you know, and throughout the night too, like, I mean, I there, there was like shots at both of us. Both of us. I mean, people were making, like, people go up there to make fun of the shirts. People go up there to, like, direct you, directly quote me from something that I said either on a podcast or, or uh, in comments. And it just, it, it was like this weird feeling of, like, this is so toxic because I, I know that whoever stands up, I know exactly what they're going to say. And... It, it, was, it was just bad. You kind of brace yourself. Like, they call somebody's name, and you're like... Oh, I know what this is. Like, what I, I know exactly say? what's going to happen here. And then, yeah, just being, like... And then the realization that everybody... Or not everybody. The majority of people that spoke up had... Went too hard to either side. It was just like, you have to just meet in the middle. Just get something going to where each side feels like they've gotten ahead in this process. Because if you don't, this, this whole entire thing of... Uh, you know, name calling and calling people's phones and threatening people is just gonna continue. Like if you if you pick a definite loser and a winner, it's it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse. And I'll, I'll just I'll I'll say something that personally affected me today. So I went to church today. We go to church every Sunday, and I got this very weird text message from somebody who said, "I need you to call me back right away." And it was someone that I do a little bit of business with, and so. I left my church service to go call this person back, and it turns out it was just 
a spammer and it it was you know not worth my time to leave church over but i left church to go take this phone call because of what's going on in this town mm-hmm. someone's called me personally with a threat someone has gone to people's employers with threats or i don't know what you would call it but there's so much going on in the background that i was so mad at myself why did i leave church to take this phone call in case it was related to this or or whatever else it might be and it was just a stupid little scam but i thought it might be another one of those threats or it might be something where someone's trying to threaten my job or whatever it might be right Um, it it puts you on edge of like this is kind of the you've kind of come to understand what like the playing field is like for this kind of stuff now in town and it feels like yeah in the back of your mind always is like oh someone might come after me because of something i said about an opinion about you know, zoning. It's just yeah. crazy. Um, I want to ask you guys about the five vote thing, but first, before I do that, I want to make sure that Liz, you're the only one, I'd say the only one who wasn't, I think, in some way, I was definitely doing it because I was kind of towards the middle of the comments, and then Mike and Caitlin already mentioned it too. Everybody else here was listening to other people's comments partially with the idea that maybe we'd get up there and say something to respond or yeah. go along with it. Mm-hmm. You had the interesting perspective of not having to put public comment out there on yeah. a pedestal, you know, um, in response to anything. So you probably, in some ways, might have been thinking more clearly than any of us because you were just kind of observing and listening. Yeah. So, like, what what did you take from, from all of it? I mean, a lot of it, like, you had rehearsed your comments at home before Aww. we went. So <laughs> I had... It was more to see how many people had to give me their time. How so, Liz, how many times did you listen to his speech? It was just the once. Okay. And, did, and were, I, you, were you giving him a standing ovation every time he finished uh, I did not, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I did, I was given the warning of, hey, before I start, this is going to be, like, word vomit. Like, lots of facts. He's like, don't yeah. correct me on it. So I had to, like, I was, like, taking notes at, like, oh, you just mentioned... Uh, sprawl. You need to add a definition of that, or like something like that. So like there were a few notes that I added here and there, but I I had the the convenience of at least knowing what you're you were going to be covering with your comments. So I definitely felt like the facts were covered and a lot of the data was covered because that's what you did for twelve minutes. Um, it was interesting. <laughs> thirteen and a half. <laughs> I was timing you too. Hey, you she had, cut me off early. That's what Liz she said. did. She, she cut you off. About I should have had my own early. timer. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. they used to do that back in the Boma days too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, that's okay. At least this mayor will uh, look me in the eye and shake my hand. <laughs> it's a different story. Um, well, let's save that for another day. Um, I. It was interesting because, I, I mean, like you guys have said, it was very, very divided um, and, and very polar opposite of either growth is terrible, let's not do it, or yes, let's do it. So it was, it was interesting in the comments. A lot of the... Uh, a lot of... I, I guess it's the nags. A lot of that side was more thoughts and and uh, oh, I feel I feel this way. There is still like a clear lack of facts and data and because um, they don't exist, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, hard, it's hard to quote data when it's not there. It, mm-hmm. it was it was just interesting how how blatantly obvious it was and um, some some borderline racial racist comments were not borderline. Oh, oh yeah, we're pretty racist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talking about school ratings um, and 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 stuff. So it was, uh, it was kind of sad, honestly, to be in the witness of the comments, and and I, 
the people that made them feel very strongly about them, otherwise they wouldn't have been making them. And I think that is what it makes me sad. Because yeah, they do you, truly feel that way. You don't go up in a public forum and say that if you don't truly believe it. And right. think everybody else is going to be okay hearing you say that. And it, I yeah. mean, and it wasn't anything like, uh, it wasn't anything that was like overly like bad. It was just the sentiment of if you allow poor people here, they're going to do poor people things. And poor people things to these people are things that end up in crime and your home values mm-hmm. going down none of the data supports that there's no data out there that says apartment buildings will bring down your, or your home value or your school ratings but some people feel strongly enough about it where that that's why they're fearful of growth and there was yeah. someone who made a great comment about apartments in nolensville are going to be priced appropriately for these large corporations that are building headquarters in nashville so amazon like, being one what? of the no, okay. amazon i used to work at amazon i don't work there anymore <laughs> but i have my amazon swag on um, and he's absolutely right. Amazon, I've, I've witnessed it when I worked there. They're bringing in a ton of people, but the people that they're bringing in, they're a lot of times not married and they don't have kids. And that's why I didn't fit in and that's why I don't work there anymore. Okay. I'm <laughs> married with four kids and I'm not married able to... Married to a child, yeah. <laughs> and that too. So I have five kids, I guess. So the, the, the Amazon workers and so <laughs> on are going to be making like $150,000 a year living in an apartment in Nolensville, but then they spend their money in all of the businesses that Nolensville yep. has contributing to the success of all of these businesses, not just the one single person that wants to come here and move here and destroy Nolensville. Right. That's what I look for when I look for an apartment. Plus, I mean, if, if you're, like, not even if, you don't even have to be single. Like, just, if you're just married, if you're a dink, right, do one come no kids, like, you, you don't necessarily want a house. I mean, the houses come with responsibilities of, like, you, if you're on a younger side, now you have to know how to change your air filters, and you have to know, like, you have to have a network of contractors. If something goes bad, you have to cut your own grass. All Like, if I was, if I was 25 with no kids, like, I wouldn't want to, Three thousand square foot home. That's right. Like what? Like what's the point of that? And yeah. there's nothing that's less here. So you either you either get like a new construction, three thousand square foot home, or you don't live here, right? Because we don't have a secondary option. Where I mean, sure, fact check me and tell me we have cottages for fifty five plus under some townhomes, but the uh, the option is so limited. It's not an option. Like right. that's it, not. There's no supply of that where it's uh, it's a viable option for a significant amount of people. So. So there was some interesting talk after. I, 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 again, I want to ask you guys about where the the thought. It felt like everybody after you you both spoke, you both mentioned wanting to have a five zero vote on something to kind of put an end to all the toxicity, and uh, it seemed like everybody after that on either side of the issue mm-hmm. all were asking for that same thing. Yeah, I was uh, going to say how brilliant that was that like you guys. We're the first to like really voice that in public. Well, Mr. Gill, Russell Gill was the one who I first heard it from. He he mentioned it on the social media platform, Mm -hmm. and so that's that's when I heard it for the first time. And like I said in my public comment, that comment was the one that stood out to me the very most. Right, and so that's the one I'm focused on. So. I, I, that, I was actually going to be my next question, so you kind of answered. I was going to ask where that came from, where that idea yeah. came from. I, well, you I, should have listened to my comment. I know, right? You, and, and, well, once you said that, I remember that. Yeah, you did. You did mention. You gave him credit for that. Yeah. Um, so, so it, kind of out of that, the discussion after all of that, all of the public comments happened. Um, I don't think anybody who know who's plugged into this issue and knows any names or faces was surprised by. What anybody said on either side of the issue, you know, we kind of all, if, if you pay close attention to everything, it kind of all went, based on who was in the room, it went the way you'd expect it uh, right. to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so after after all the comments, they, they continued the meeting, and 
um, it seemed like like Joel Miller was the was working to try to find some version of a compromise. The hardest um, out of the five commissioners, um, it was it was hard for me to kind of take the take like the the macro view the, the what what is the mm-hmm. what is the big picture of what yeah. of what he was getting at mm-hmm. uh, really well. Oh, we had to watch it like. Five times. Yeah, I, trying do, to get time do you guys have a good read on what like what yeah. he was working towards so, achieving? So, I I mean first, I I do want to point out that like so there there isn't anybody that I agree with more on an issue to issue basis than with Derek obviously, uh, but there isn't anybody that puts in more work into their presentations and into their voting than Joel. Like the idea of him spending and then what he did he did spend a ton of time you can tell he spent a ton of time he he not only presents an idea he doesn't he doesn't just sit up there and say hey i think that i want to make an amendment to put an overlay in as a compromise he goes puts an overlay in presents it writes it up puts in the presentation and then teaches the entire board for 20 minutes what like his line of thinking which is an insane amount of work for 400 dollars a month which is what they get paid (laughs) right but that shows that he cares, right? And if somebody cares this much to spend this much time into it, they tend to be more. They 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 tend to lean more so on the side of facts than than feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then you you do have to go out there and find your facts to support just to, to support your idea. So his idea is to. Uh, so the reason why CD5 and CD4 are drastically different because if you have CD4, it pushes all the business on Nonsville Road. CD5, because of the requirements for business, not only allows the businesses to be on Nonsville Road, it pushes them into the parcel, meaning on secondary roads, which is what you want. Mm-hmm. So his his idea, his overlay idea, accomplishes that, and it it, it overlays parts of the triangle to force the development to build businesses and main streets that are not located in Nolensville Road. Uh, and then they, they'll get a density, uh, like with his with his idea, they would get a density boost of two units per acre per 5% of extra commercial that they would put in. So right now, CD4 has 12 units for 15%. They can get 14 units for 20%, uh, mm. 16 units for 25%. So it, like the more commercial you put in, the allowance is to get you more units, and that, that's just from an econ level. It makes it viable. The more units you have, kind of subsidizes your project, mm-hmm. bigger investment. But the bigger percentage of commercial basically ensures you that you're going to have a secondary street with businesses on it. Mm-hmm. So, so that again, I, th- I think a lot of us who are fighting for CD five to come back. What you're getting is we don't. I, I don't care what you call it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the idea is that you want there to be. I mean, at the end of the day, what I really care the most about is just I, I just don't want all of the businesses in, in that area to just be some more strip malls on Nolensville Road. Right. That's that's really with a giant parking lot to support it kind of behind it. That's that's really like the number one thing that I am trying to fight for. Uh, the density, again, it's just if, if the developer thinks that's what they need to make the project viable. Great. If honestly though, if we get if we get a, a commercial area that is not on Nolensville Road, that's walkable. I don't care what the density of everything else is. I'm just trying to be kind of more realistic about, like, like you know, like you're saying, like it's kind of fact based. Like, what what is what is most likely going to attract a developer or make a developer feel like their project is viable? It's probably going to be a little bit more density. But I'm not like 
none of us are fighting for density for density's sake. Right. So I think that like what you're uh, based on my very limited understanding, a compromise, if not exactly like what Joel is is suggesting, uh, something like that seems like a, a decent compromise in some ways. Is that? I mean, does anyone have Liz? Do you? I mean. Do, when you when you like were listening to what he was saying, were you like, "Oh, that's a terrible idea"? Anyway, I like I I think we talked about it last time too. Like I give him credit where credits due. Like he's he's trying, and I and Mikey said it too. I think he's he's putting in more effort. I feel like than anyone else to actually put yeah. up a compromise, and um, I, I think that's a huge testament to to him listening to what's happening. And I, I know town and country like that was his kind of concept yeah. initially, and yeah. everyone loved it. Yeah. yeah. So like I. I, I I absolutely give credit where credit's due. Like he, you you can see that he is actively trying to find something to bring the two polar opposites together. Um, and and like you said, you know, anything to avoid. Just please, no more strip malls on Nolansville Road. Like really, that's the the idea of the town center, the village center, is just. A business line street that we can actually like actually shut down. Nolensville Road is a te- is a state road. We cannot close it. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would love a, a commercial street with awesome spaces to hang out and and yeah. And I think whatever it's called. However I think you we also get have to. Put, I think you also have to kind of uh, realize that a commercial like the. the so the anti the negs will tell you that they are for the growth. They just want smart smart commercial growth, which is. So think about it this way: Would, what what's more charming to hang out with downtown Franklin or Cool Springs Mall? Yeah, right. Because absolutely. if you don't include density, you, you're gonna get a mall. You're gonna get an outside mall or an outlet store or what? Like what? Like what? Take away all the density out of downtown Franklin, and all you have is. A strip of stores. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's no, there's no life out there. No one's walking their dog because they just got home from from work. There isn't a kid walking back from school. There isn't somebody that's walking down the stairs to grab a cup of coffee that they, you know, in a coffee right. shop they live above. It's just people are driving there, getting out of their cars, doing their shopping, getting out of there. Yeah. Uh, so the, there, there is a, there is a difference to that that charm thing. And Nolensville Road will never become that. Nolensville Road will never become that charmful, like, let's go for a stroll and let's walk down Nolensville Road. Yep. It no. just won't. Uh, so you, in order to get something like that, you have to create a secondary road, something that we as a town are in complete control of, something that you can put a Christmas tree on in, yep. a, in a town square, something you shut down and you have your parades down, right? So that's, yep. that's the idea. But in order for that to happen, in order for that to feel authentic... Because this is this isn't the authentic way of how it used to be done. It used to be done parcel by parcel, landowner by landowner. This is going to be more more likely than not master plan. So it's going to be almost to a point fake. Somebody's going to come in and build everything at once, which mm-hmm. is kind of scary if you think about it. But that's the way that things are done now. So in order to replicate something like that, you need to replicate all of it, not mm-hmm. just the commercial part, not just the road mm-hmm. part. You have to you have to put people there because every little downtown has a lot of people there. Every little downtown is the most dense area of any town that it's in. I think sometimes they're picking apart apart different parts of our arguments and saying, well, if we need more revenues, we can just up the commercial. Well, okay, if you up the commercial, that's great, but we also need the charm factor to go along with it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's okay to up the commercial on this side of town, but we also don't want to give up what you're describing. Yeah. Yeah, so... So I think I think 
I was encouraged by by the conversation overall. I think at the end of that meeting. But now we have another meeting to go to, and we're running out of time here. Um, so I want to make sure that we kind of cover the the important stuff. Um, they, this, there's a second reading of the ordinance uh, uh, this coming Thursday, March 2nd. And if if they wanted to, they could vote just to finalize it the way it is and just be done with it, right? That could happen. Yeah, yes, they could. Yes. What, what, so like what I think if we're if we're trying to encourage them to bring back CD5 or what it means to us in some way, the, the thought would be encourage them to make some changes still and maybe either don't vote on it or make some changes then vote on it is that something i can think do? that i uh, yeah go on. i'll just go real quick and then you can go i would like to say don't um over promise and under deliver yeah so there's this message floating around out there that we can still have a village in cd4 okay great but don't over promise and under deliver make it actually practical just zone in a village well yeah over promise and under deliver that i mean it's built at that point and yeah yeah it's gone. We've seen a lot of underdeliver in Nonsville. Yeah. yeah. I think the public hearing, that what the public hearing made very obvious, and trust me, this is, goes against every fiber of my body to say this, what it made it very obvious that we're not ready. And the only way this passes is if the two, the three commissioners that don't want the village initially try to get this over as quickly as possible and just pass it as was during the first reading. If if they are actually honest and, and uh, yeah, if they're actually honest about trying to make a compromise like that it's going to take some time now at this point it's going to take some time because we left a public hearing that discussion was left with so many unknowns Derek was supposed to propose another amendment for uh for density boosts uh they were all gonna try to rework the map a little bit they were gonna talk about the overlay the only way they vote this through i think in my book would be if they want to rush this and shut everybody up so and actually i think they all agreed that they don't want to pass cd5 how cd5 was two months ago they want to pass something even better and so that that's going to take work to figure out what is even better right so um final thoughts caitlin i know that we have some purple shirts still available and i I think you kind of have a clearer picture than maybe any of us on like what what we want people to do now if they agree with kind of the perspective that I, i know we all have our own opinions individually but collectively i think we have a similar goal which is this this commercial supported by residential, this town center village area. So what should people do right now uh, if they're listening to this before March 2nd? What, what should they plan to do? Well, you should plan to get your babysitters lined up now because Thursday night, the place to be is going to be Town Hall town hall in Nolensville, Tennessee. We're yeah. all going to be there. Um, but really, if you can bring your three-minute speech, that would be great. If you want to wear your purple shirts, we ordered some more purple shirts. They were a hit. We all knew yeah. who supported the village in their purple shirts. Um Reach, reach out to us through uh, through however you're seeing this. Like, send us a direct message. We'll connect you with uh, how to get a purple shirt if you want. Yeah. yeah, and then continue to email the commissioners. Let them know what is your vision for a village. What does village mean to you? Why is it important to you? What are you scared of? And let them know your thoughts because it is a work in progress right now. And if they don't know what it is that we want, they might deliver something different. So let them know what is your vision of a village, and then hopefully they can make it happen. Yeah. yeah, and if it doesn't agree with ours, don't 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 say anything. <laughs> Just stay home, well, turn yeah. off the TV. Uh, compromise <laughs> is good, but it means that both sides both sides have to give something up, um, and that's what we're asking for. Is just is meet us in the middle, um, and we can do this. Um, all right. Well, thank thank you both, Liz and Caitlin, for joining us again. Um, it's just Chris, the last time. 
Uh, yeah, because you're never coming back. Well, once right. you, we miss you, Chris. Nice we just used you to get the zoning thing figured out, and now you're never coming back. Um, but uh, and thank you all for watching, listening. Um, if you like the show, please leave a review, share it with a friend, um, and we will catch you next time. I think Chris will probably be back next time as well. Um, and who knows what we'll get into? We, we're digging into some pretty juicy stuff um, that we were trying to you know, cross our T's and dot our I's before we talk about any of it. Uh, but that should be fun to get into at some point in the future. But thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Small Town Charm. Bye for now.